Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. Wow. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, wow. So while Hunter Biden abuses the arts, Alvin Bragg sniffs his own farts. (laughs) Hunter, the most successful crackhead the world has ever seen, is returning to New York this week to exhibit his awful abstract artwork at a Soho art gallery. I haven't seen a mess like this since that time I took a laxative with four bags of Skittles. It was for Pride Month. I was trying to poop a rainbow. (laughs) Hunter was spotted at the gallery over the weekend, even as a congressional committee is trying to find out who the hell is paying between 75 and 500 grand each for his crappy paintings. Although that looks pretty good, I have to say. (laughs) Maybe he does have talent. Meanwhile, an Arkansas judge ordered Hunter's financial records to be shielded from the public as he tries to lower his child support payments to London Roberts. She's the dancer he knocked up while he was banging his brother's widow and sleeping with the brother's widow's sister-in-law or something. I'd say do the math, but we have two women on the panel. A sexist would say. And what kind of poverty can Hunter be claiming as a reason to lower these payments? What, he doesn't have enough cash to buy diapers for his kid and his dad? (laughs) He's also trying to keep his illegitimate daughter, Navy Joan, from taking the Biden name, which (laughs) you gotta ask, how will she ever make a living if she can't trade on that name? But maybe when she turns five, she'll be qualified to join an oil company's board of directors. Of course, this is happening as Donald Trump is under indictment in Manhattan, a precedent that can't mean good news for the current president's pampered progeny. I mean, if we're going to start prosecuting rich, powerful men for paying off sex workers, let's not forget Congress, who used to pay off sexual harassment suits through taxpayer-funded accounts. They had a slush fund for sleaze. And remember that Bill Clinton paid 850 grand to settle the Paula Jones suit. That's classic Bill, though. Thousands to settle a suit and not a dime to dry clean a dress. (laughs) A stain on his presidency. (laughs) Unrelated question, where was Chelsea Clinton when Epstein was murdered? (laughs) Yeah, you can't answer it, can you? I rest my case. But really, buying Story Me Daniel's silence might not have been Trump's best idea ever, especially since it didn't work. 
It just goes to show you even 130 grand can't convince a woman to stop talking. <laughs> a black male sexist would say. Point is, we know this is political because it's always political. And it might be harmless were it not for the opportunity costs. Meaning, what do you miss when everyone's on a political witch hunt? Well, Islamic terrorists, for one. While we were impeaching Clinton, what were they up to? They were making plans for 72 virgins, just like Clinton. <laughs> but they had already bombed the World Trade Center in 93, and yet years later, we still took our eyes off the ball. And like Monica Lewinsky, put them squarely on bills. <laughs> and Trump's... <laughs> Disgusting. How dare you laugh at this? And Trump's first impeachment happened while COVID erupted out of China. We lost two months in that battle because the media chose to focus on the orange monster instead of the red menace. Makes you wonder how many lives could have been saved if the media and politicians had done the right and urgent thing first, but they didn't. They were too busy kissing Andrew Cuomo's ass and being kissed back. And now a huge story broke last week. AI researchers pleaded with us to shut down the tech for at least six months. That's roughly the time it takes to recover from a hair transplant. <laughs> Just making a comparison. A letter signed by Elon Musk and Apple's co-founder Steve Wozniak stressed that a superhumanly smart AI that gets beyond our control spells death for all of us. I only hope I'll be spared as a sex slave. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I volunteered, actually, <laughs> to my toaster. But that was a day before the indictment news, which is now a forever ago. You notice what all three have in common, terror, COVID, AI. They are deadly things that can get away from us if we aren't watching. That's how I lost my pet python, Chokey, <laughs> in this studio an hour ago. And so another opportunity to prevent suffering is squandered on the altar of political vengeance. It's a hunting party, and you're among the prey. You ever see this movie? They're not human beings. <laughs> Every year, a bunch of elites kidnap normal folk like us. Where'd they get you from? Wyoming. Mississippi. Orlando. <laughs> and hunt us for sport. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. So it's true. We're being hunted. That's from three years ago. It's insane, but damn if it didn't predict the hunt. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It's the 5th of April, year of our Lord, 2023. And staying with our plan, we're going to do some comedy first. And then get into the ugly. We're going to do some catch-up on all the subjects we've been covering. Uh, quick indictment section of Trump and then a trans section. And that'll be today. Before we start into it, I wanted to cover some interesting military stuff that came down. This is pretty cool. War rocket science conducted an air assault movement in remembrance of Corporal Dawson who was killed while serving in Afghanistan on April 8, 2015. The Memorial PT event proved the unit resilience and demonstrated that they will never forget the fallen. I just effing love that. I just, I just love it. I don't love this. Vote Vets finally did a military subject. This is the editorial board of the Washington Post. And what they're calling for 
is we got during the war disability payments. Used to be had to be um, fully, and then it became you're over fifty percent. You're going to get some disability payments. They want to means test it. They say that people don't deserve it. They went into the numbers. And if they could cut people who make too much money, it would save $233 billion because there's just too many of us. So surprisingly, they did the right thing and said, no. No. We don't need to do that. It will happen. Whenever we do cuts, the first thing is soldiers' benefits. It's just what happens. I went into the Army, and I got last paycheck 50% for life. That was my retirement. That's my 401k for 20 years, wars, yada, yada. They did it high three which made me lose $100 a month for the rest of my life. It's the last three years, which means you're not making as much because every two years you get a pay bump. And of course, you'll be the highest rank in your last year. I lost $100 a month. When I came in, free medical for life, free dental for life. The family wasn't dental, but they got medical. Nope, I had to start paying premiums. It's a garbage medical I bitch about all the time. We don't even have a dental plan. Dental plan's so fucked up, it's useless. It's like $80 a month for nothing. It's the worst dental plan on the planet. Now they're trying to get guys to do other shit. 401ks. Don't even want to pay them that stuff. Because the wars are over. You know, we use you. We don't We don't need you anymore. Hayward came out with a really good thing. And I, I want to read this before we get into the show. Because I think it just sums up our world as we are. What a sad irony that instead of liberating discourse, the internet became the most powerful instrument of censorship and thought suppression ever devised. Social media introduced entirely new ways to squash free expression, including stealth techniques like shadow bans and algorithms that can leave the victim unaware that they have been suppressed or censored. Ideas are not only crushed by brute force, but assassinated from the shadows. The internet made it possible for organized networks of amateur censors, often small in number but amplified by bot hordes, to manipulate algorithms and silenced targeted individuals were remaining largely anonymous themselves. That was never really possible in the past. A mass mob with clubs and knives could game up to silence someone, but they had to use terrorist violence and risk arrest. It was a lot of work. Today, mob censorship is quick, easy, low risk, and antiseptic. The internet has become a major factor in brutish old school censorship as well. Lazy legacy media take cues from social media fabricating news about internet outrage from a handful of tweets or Facebook posts that in turn influences government censorship. Campus fascists routinely use the internet to organize rage mobs and shut down speakers by, they dislike. A habit this followed them into adult life after they engaged from the university petri ditch. Authoritarian nations like China have gone further and just cut everybody down. Most insidiously, internet power has aligned itself closely with the political powers of the ruling party. It's no small part because the handful of tech giants that control online platforms are either intimidated by the party or car-carrying members themselves. This means the ideology of the 
the ruling party enjoys tremendous amounts of signal boosting, favored treatment and timelines, algorithmic boost, immunity to censorship, tactics employed against dissidents. Only the party gets the podium and the megaphone. Everyone else gets rickety soapbox at best. It's all administered by the stepchildren of left-wing ideologues that prosper by spreading subversive ideas, and it's now militantly determining never to let subversive ideas weaken its iron grip on power. It is everything we live right now. Everything. This lady has lost the governorship a million times, yet she gets more airtime than DeSantis, and it's positive airtime. Because, you know, they did this to get arrested, and they used it against their people. Yeah, it's great. So going to play a video we played a while back about them getting it straight to your kids. It was a white antiseptic room with drag queens talking to children. But understand, as we left the last show and we moved on, that's a very interesting thing. We canceled the Victoria's Secrets because it was too vulgar, but we can have drag queens on the CMT. Kelsey, bring it, use the CMT. Shania Twain joins. This is all the media needed, right there. They ran with that, and you have paltry coverage of anything about the shooting whatsoever. We are not fake news, we are real news. Anybody can do drag. Drag is for anybody and everybody who wants to put on a fun costume and get up on stage and entertain people. Everybody should try drag at least once. It's really fun. Even kids? Yeah. There's actually quite a few kids that are starting to do drag. Do dogs do drag? Do dogs do drag? I mean, they can. You can dress a dog up in a, in a dress and take them on stage with you. All right, grief turned to anger today in Nashville, four days after the deadly school shooting that killed six people, including three children. Thousands of protesters descended on the state capitol to demand action on gun reform. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Nashville, where authorities just released the 911 calls from Monday's shooting. And a warning, some of the calls are disturbing. Situation. It's coming as we're learning new details about what officials found at the shooter's home when they searched it. They're releasing this list of 47 items, including, as you see there, two shotguns, a suicide note, some journals, weapons, ammunition. Remember, three little kids and three school staff members died on that day. I want to bring in Antonia Hilton, who is covering this one for us. Um, Antonia, you know, we knew some of the TikTok, as they call it, some of what happened as those officers entered that school and ran toward the sound of gunfire because we've seen some of the body camera videos that have been released, some of that footage. It's different hearing it from the officers' mouths themselves. It is, and you've got a sense in the presser today of the emotional gravity, the weight that's been on these officers. You know, one talks about needing to hug their children a little bit closer. And so it was interesting that they were given this platform to talk honestly and openly about the effect, um, about the way in which they received that call, them describing pretty methodically what it was like to enter the school. and new We still know very little about the shooter. Only one network, Daily Wire, covered that the church went back to business. He is with us. Nobody cared. 
They didn't give a shit. These three asshats from Memphis hijacked because I told you this fucking shit was coordinated and this shit was fucking coordinated. Basically, they fucking sick those protesters on the Capitol and then backed it up by taking over the House floor and they almost got away with it and then the Republicans bumped. Tennessee GOP members moved to oust three Democrats. Tennessee three, they even got a name. It was these idiots right here. But it's all coordinated. It always is. It's fucking always coordinated. It's never organic. It's astroturf. Interesting that the Buffalo shooter, we had his shit within days. It took until yesterday to get a paltry amount. This is how CNN's covering it. Um, the 28-year-old who killed three children and three adults at Christian school in Nashville last week fired 152 rounds, Nashville police said, adding that while they have yet to determine a motive, the shooter planned attack over a period of months. We don't know the motive. Christians, but we don't know the motive. It, they're getting so bold. This is DeWapo with what would Jesus do about guns? I fucking shit you not. That That's how they're going to play this shit. They hate Christians. Why would you even talk about it? Christians bad. Then we have them playing with pronouns because that's all it is. It, it, this is so funny. Red states, it's Calvin Ball. A person behind last week's deadly shooting at a private Christian school in Nashville planned the attack for months, police said. Audrey Hale outlined plans to commit mass murder at the Covenant School in a journalist journal's police found in Hale's car and bedroom after March 27 attack. Killed six people, the Metropolitan Nashville Police said. Police previously said the shooter had carefully planned the attack on their former school with detailed map and surveillance. But we don't know why. There is no motive, and we won't talk about the motive. You saw the soundbite that CBS is running. No, that we just got this NBC. It just popped up yesterday. Suicide note. We don't know. It's crazy. But we do have a, this is a real thing, transgender pastor got all sorts of airtime. In their recording of Jesus' journey to the cross, the author makes a point of saying that the chief priests and the whole council were looking for false testimony against Jesus so that they might put him to death. Those leaders were looking for any excuse, valid or not, to crucify Jesus. And they found that reason. And that reason was solidified when the crowd shouted to release Barabbas. They had their final excuse. They would kill the one whose reputation as a teacher and healer and whose mission of love and dignity was so very threatening to their own reputation that they needed to kill him in order to preserve their good image. It's baffling to me that someone's existence can be so threatening that people decide they need to be controlled, that they need to 
have laws made against them, or even worse, that the people that they find to be so threatening should die. There are a significant number of people who have deemed that the fact that the Nashville shooter happened to be a trans person, so it's been reported, is just the excuse they need to call for the eradication of trans folks. Rather than focusing on the fact that we have a serious gun violence problem that continues to go unaddressed, rather than focusing on the fact that six people, six more people are dead, rather than focusing on the fact that those staff and children should have been safe in that school, or focusing on the fact that children do not feel safe in their own schools, rather than focusing on any of this, they have decided they need to cause more harm. Yeah, I don't think that's a real big-time Christian church. Interesting that all sorts of other stories are coming out. Oregon uh, adopt gender ideology before adopting children. A mother suing because she won't, she can't get a kid because she won't go woke. And do you remember this from the last show? Thank you for your patience. Sorry, are you still there? Yes. Okay, please hold. Yeah, that's just disturbing. Bud Light was all for it. They actually gave her a can. That wasn't an April Fool's. We thought it was. That's the real deal, McGill. Kid Rock blew up a bunch of his natural light or Bud Light or whatever the fuck beer it is. Because, of course, why wouldn't they? I mean, let's be honest. They're better people than you. You're a garbage human. Garbage, I say. And oh, by the way, if you noticed, I, I today I, I my wife is on this garage sale thing, and you know we have so much shit. I just want to throw it out. I want to go take it all to the fucking Salvation Army and let somebody have it. But she always has this: we're gonna make a lot of money, which for me it's just a lot of fucking work. I'm gonna have to drag all this fucking shit out and drag all the fucking shit back in, and then there'll be a bucket of shit. Or quite a bit of shit. Oh, we'll wait for next garage sale and we'll just drag it around. There's a there's like three fucking bins of shit behind me from like two years ago. So I had to spend all morning doing the back room. I'm in a bad mood. Don't feel good. Stomach's all fucked up. I have no idea why. Can't figure it out. I'm, I'm taking the meds. Just It's just garbage. So I'm fucking up on my podcast. I fell asleep the other night on way too much drugs because my stomach was fucking doing hula hoops around my butthole. And I had this dream about a movie and I couldn't remember what the movie was. Sorry. Um, and it was contact. And I thought, you know, it's been two years since I did a new intro. Maybe I can use that video and then zoom in 
and then change the radio portion because it always bothered me. Have it when it finishes tuning. That's when my beautiful wife, who I love still, even though she pissed me off today, is talking, and it'd be really cool. And then it goes to the splash page with a new logo, maybe, because my son wants to make a new logo. And so, you know, I don't want to spend any money on this shit. So when you get what you get, I think, I don't think it's that bad. I've watched a lot of other podcasts. I think I'm doing pretty good on a zero budget. I mean, I'm all free programs. But I found an online thing that will take it backwards. So in the scene, you're going out. Well, we took it backwards for free. And then I found another Earth thing and I flipped it in there. And then I used the regular video. I cut out all the bullet shit. And then because it was confusing. It was a good idea, but I couldn't, I didn't have the software or the wherewithal to know how to do it when I originally do it. So you saw story block and all sorts of goddamn watermarks all over shit. It was embarrassing. Anyway, I used a picture, timed it perfect, boom, boom, boom. And then if my son gives me a new landing page, I put a new landing page, boom, new intro. Tell me if you like it. Send an email to foppodcast at gmail.com. I was really excited about it. Put it together yesterday. For free, because I don't have any fucking software. Anyway, got to talk about it. So, of course, they fucking hate you. And I forgot to do this. It was a folder I had. Trump supporter found guilty from 2016. Now, understand, he did memes that said text to vote, vote on Saturday after the election. Democrats did the same thing. But the first thing the Biden DOJ did was when they came in, we're going to punish all non-believers. It's a cult. It's a religion. The CRT, LGBT, EIO, they're fascists. Say it every podcast. Well, they, they put this guy behind bars. And the media was all loving it. It was just the Ricky Vaughn witch hunt. It's all good. Nobody fucking cares. That's literally... What China does. China does it. China. So how in the fucking hell did we get to China? Well, we've always been China. I mean, look how the media treats people. Here's just a... I'm going to play MTGA or G... And libs of TikTok. Because we, we covered the 60 minutes last show, but I didn't go in depth. Yeah, here it is. And libs of TikTok. The emails she gets from peaceful, loving liberals that can burn cities down and shoot Christian kids. And the media doesn't care. And things she says that are over the top, like... The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Okay.
Kill yourself, you Nazi pig. The world will be better when you take your last breath. Again, I'm Jewish. My name is Kaya, and I am the creator of Libs of TikTok. Most people, there's so many. I would like to challenge you to a sanctioned fist fight. Let's fight and see if you're actually a tough guy or just post racist memes for your piece of racist followers. <laughs> Go raise family or something and get off your doing this stupid People like you are near useless on this earth. Blank. I'm not gonna say that word. You. <laughs> I hope somebody burns your house down with you in it. So that's a really nice message to wake up on a random Wednesday and receive. Why do you even care? You probably can't even have a baby because you're so giant and you're just jealous. You're probably laying in your queen size bed all alone because nobody wants you and you're stuffing food into your mouth because you have nothing else to do. Here's another one. Kill yourself, you ugly pig, fascist, anti-Semitic racist. I hope you and your family burn. So my response to that is I'm Jewish. Gonna start doing daily reminders to kill yourself. This is the first one. Kill yourself. I personally think you should put a toaster in the bath, but you can do it any way you'd like. These are some of the really kind messages that I receive from people who label themselves as being on the side that's full of love and tolerance. These are the messages that I get on a daily basis for taking TikToks that they're posting themselves and just posting it to Twitter for other people to see. I want to make sure everybody understands. She literally is posting what other people are posting. She doesn't alter it. She doesn't do what the left does. The left does deceptive editing. They did, I mean, let's be honest, Trayvon Martin, deceptive editing. Everything we've ever ran into has been deceptive fucking editing 101. It's always been there. It's what they do. But it's all cool. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, what is so garbage about it, and then we're going to be done with slides for a while. The Washington Post has four articles on its website about child pornography arrest of Patrick Wojan, the mayor of College Park, Maryland, a fucking Democrat. Not one story mentions he is a Democrat and a longtime activist for gay rights and abortion. Not a one. Not a finger. None. Let me answer the phone. Sorry, it was the doctors. They do that all the time. Chocolate City, all of it. It's what we do. And then I want to, before we get into the, the Trump indictment, he, here's just a flashback to fucking Hillary. Could some of the boxes recovered from the former president have put national security and perhaps lives at risk? This is as bad as it gets. It really does send, send chills up the spine of anybody who's ever worked at CIA. When you have this kind of information, you guard them with your life. I don't think it's a big legal problem. The American people don't care about this. I have been utterly bored with the story. There's going to be a cloud of suspicion, though, by those who just want to see conspiracy. There's, it's, there's almost no way she can clear this up to the satisfaction of critics on the other, uh, the other side in terms of the politics of this. It's not even a scandal. It's really it's controversy. The scandal's the Republicans' word for it. At this point, it's all just background noise. There is, in some ways, no there there. And voters don't seem to care about it, according to polls. 
147 FBI agents are focused on this? I mean, don't they have other problems? Exactly. There's no crime in the country they should be worrying about. <laughs> so how is she going to overcome these distractions? Some people, as you know, Errol, had feared that this would be this never-ending fishing expedition. When does the email issue go away for uh, Hillary? The question is whether this will ever go away. Are we ever going to get out of this cycle? Is she ever going to get out of this cycle? <laughs> it just feels like a swirling sort of process story mm -hmm. that is of more interest to the media and people who already dislike Hillary Clinton. In the kangaroo courts of uh, right-wing talk radio, they have already convicted her. How big a deal is this really? I was in an event last night and both Democrats and Republicans were quoting Bernie Sanders saying, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it's fucking bullshit. It's everything. It's it's just fucking everything. And once again, I fucking hate Trump. I don't want him to be president again. But what do we have? A brain dead, far, far looney tune left president that has shoved more liberal shit down our throat in two years, called everybody a fucking piece of shit for not embracing the crap stammers about trannies constantly senior citizen transgender how many fuck you ever ran on a senior citizen transgender seriously and weaponized everything here's a Tucker statement this is fucking what they do in Russia and China party became a crime. So as a result, tonight, Douglas Mackey faces 10 years in prison. The case against Doug Mackey is the most shocking attack on freedom of speech in this country in our lifetimes. It's also a useful lesson in who will be allowed to speak going forward. As it turns out, a woman called Christina Wong posted an almost identical meme the same year, back during the 2016 election. But unlike Doug Mackey, Wong voted for Hillary Clinton. Hey, Trump supporters, she wrote, skip poll lines and text in your vote. Same crime. But the Department of Justice under Joe Biden has shown no interest in prosecuting Christina Wong. Do you see how this works? Have you internalized our new partisan legal standards? That would be the point of the exercise. They want you to know the rules. We'll have more on the Doug Mackey case and what it means for you and for America in just a moment. And by the way, Douglas Mackey is not the only Trump supporter who is now going to prison because of how he voted. According to new reporting from Julie Kelly, the FBI's counterterrorism division just arrested a grandmother in the state of Virginia on four misdemeanors this week. What exactly did she do? She entered the Capitol with her elderly mother for a total of 15 minutes on January 6th. She hurt no one. She destroyed nothing. She just stood there. And yet, at the very same time during the very same week, None of the transgenderist thugs who invaded the Tennessee State House yesterday have been rounded up by the FBI counterterror division, and of course they won't be. Joe Biden just honored them with a trans day of visibility. So what we're watching here, unmistakably, is bigger than Donald Trump, but we're going to begin tonight with the latest on his case, and we're doing that because he is, and this is not at all incidental to his prosecution, he is the leading Republican candidate for president. Now, Trump apparently is being charged not with treason or insurrection or collusion or even shoplifting, but with something much smaller, a slew of process crimes relating to a payment he apparently made seven years ago. In no fair system would that be a crime under the law seven years later. 
But the Soros-funded district attorney in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, has stitched together a Frankenstein legal theory to justify this prosecution. Under normal circumstances, it would be impossible because the statute of limitations has passed. And as if all of that were not third world enough, someone leaked the news of Donald Trump's grand jury indictment to the media. Now, that in itself is a crime under the law in New York. In fact, a much bigger crime than those under which Donald Trump is being charged. Will Alvin Bragg prosecute the leaker? Please. It's almost certainly someone in his own office. Nor will Bragg prosecute, as many people have pointed out today, the crimes of Hunter Biden or other Democratic partisans. Those aren't rare or hard to find. Bragg will not prosecute Hillary Clinton, even though she just admitted to violating campaign's finance law by paying for the fake Russian dossier. What's fascinating is that none of this has alerted the watchdogs to government abuse, our media. No, just the opposite. The media are cheerleading our new standards of tribal justice. Watch. The good news is here, it's our legal system in action saying nobody is above the law. Nobody's above the law, not Republicans and not Democrats, not Donald Trump, not anybody. I tend to think that nobody is above the law. No person above the law. We have political leaders who are not above the law. We don't believe that anybody should be above the law. They were all beating the same drum, if you will. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. Today's evidence is that that includes Trump as well. New life has been breathed into that saying, no person is above the law. Let's be completely clear. None of the people you just saw care a thing about justice. Let that word burn in their mouths. No, they are obviously bloodthirsty. They would cheer as you were necklaced in the street. No one is above the law, they would scream as you writhed on the ground. They would. But as long as we're still pretending that the old standards of fairness and equal application of the law apply, then whatever happened to Sam Bankman-Fried? Remember him? Largest financial crime in history? You know, part of me deep down in my soul wants him just to go the fuck away. So DeSantis can run. I can vote for DeSantis. I can vote for DeSantis. I don't like all the woke shit he does. I think he's going a little far, even though I agree with it all. You got to get the middle of the country. You got to start getting moderates to peel off because they're idiots. They listen to the media. They watch ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, CNN, MSDNC, and they believe all this stuff. That they believe it was don't say gay, not protecting kids from this shit. They agree with almost everything that the right's doing, but they get brainwashed by a media that th this is crazy town. And crazy town, well, I can't vote for that. That's too extreme. Plus, they know, or going back to the Haywood, they want to be liked. They, they don't want to be canceled. They just go along with shit. They don't agree with it. It's like my mom. She goes with all sorts of shit. She doesn't know that it's bullshit, but she just wants to go along. She doesn't want to be controversial. I could play hours. I'm not doing it. I told you, you're going to get so much Trump, I'm going to be lean on it. But here's them O.J. Simpson broncoing his fucking plane. I'm playing it for a reason. Unless he stops, it should be very quickly 
still be boarding that plane and will be taking off for New York. It's, it's so striking, uh, Vaughn and Laura Jarrett, who's here with me, that this is the kind of motorcade that we usually see for a president of the United States arriving at an important venue or a presidential nominee arriving at the convention to be, you know, renominated. I just want to note for viewers, we are seeing former President Trump's plane land here at LaGuardia Airport in New York. That is his flight that he is taking before he is going to make his way over here to Trump Tower, Phil and Dana, before he is going to be arraigned tomorrow. That, of course, is a flight that they critics argue in recent days. So this is all going to come down to corroboration. The prosecutors are very taken with corroboration because you never want to be in a position where you're asking a jury to just take the word of a convicted criminal at face value. It's not at all abnormal to base a case on the testimony of a person who's been convicted of crimes. We say to juries, that's the only way we can take you inside crime. So with Michael Cohen, it's all going to come down to do the other witnesses back him up, do the other documents back him up. Look, the cross-examination on Michael Cohen, I think, almost writes itself. He's a person who has been convicted of perjury, of financial fraud, of tax fraud. He hates Donald Trump with the heat of a thousand suns. He makes no secret about that. And he has made prior inconsistent statements. In his past, he has said there was nothing criminal here. On the other hand, the argument from prosecutors will be, this is a person who has changed his life and turned himself around since Donald Trump, since he broke from Donald Trump. And bigger picture here, Caitlin, it's really a surreal moment. It's the kind of thing that you talk about and hypothesize about in law school, what would ever happen if we had a president or former president charged with crimes? And now we're about to see it play out for real. I think it will be a test of our system. It will be a solemn and somber moment. But I do have faith in our system. I think our judicial system, our judges, our prosecutors, our defense lawyers, and our rules and procedures will stand up. And what we'll see tomorrow is really a routine court appearance. Through it all, it's a routine court appearance. What the fuck? Trump's arraignment will be a test of our system. It will be a solemn and somber moment. But I do have faith in our system. Serious, somber, solemn. It's a serious, somber, solemn moment. MSDNC. Serious, somber process. Here. It has a very different backdrop of a serious process that at the end of the day is really going to decide his fate, not the vote, not voters and not the sort of, you know, attack uh, politics. He, he what lies behind this is a sober process. That serious, somber, serious, somber. Do you think they don't get these talking points together? I say it every fucking podcast. Somebody every day puts out a memo and every media who's part of the DNC has these moments. This is remember Trump supporters were going to rip shit down. Here is a media dude ripping somebody's face off. Ever fuck with me? What's wrong with you, bro? You're pitching me like an idiot. I will kill your motherfucking ass. Get off. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? CNN. Trump faces criminal charges in court after historic indictment. Play by play with 
We will not normalize criminal conduct, no matter who you are. Okay, let's just freeze for a second because my bullshit meter just pegged at about 4,000. You were letting people rotate through a turnstile in your courthouse with a free phone and a debit card with cashless bail. They, there have been people that have beat the fuck out of Jews and rotated and done three or four beatings in a week. Documented. And that's, that's normalized. And then the soundbite of all of this, I mean, just, I, I have two fucking super biases. All right, and I got to work on the super bias. I really don't like the soundbite with the fucking music. But um, this is Rachel fucking Maddow fucking saying we don't air lies and mistruths. I'll come to you in just one second. I need to tell you that right now, uh, the former president himself is making remarks tonight um, from his home in Florida. As far as we can tell, and what we were prepared for here is that this is basically a campaign speech in which he is repeating his same lies and allegations against his perceived enemies. It is just getting started. Um, so far, he's just giving his normal list of grievances. We don't consider that necessarily newsworthy, and there's a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. So uh, our deal with you is that we will monitor these remarks Marks, if he does say anything newsworthy, we will turn them around and report on that right away. But uh, for now, just know that it's happening and we're not taking it. For whatever reason, because, you know, Dan Abrams came from MSDNC, you could not get your dick beaters on Mediate soundbites today. Usually I can just download it, but I couldn't download shit today, so I had to scream grab a bunch of crap. Um, just a bunch of crap. It was... A little fucking ridiculous. Here are the 10 dumbest moments from CNN's Trump arraignment. 115. Stunning to see Trump's motorcade in time to psychoanalyze. It's just so stunning to see these images. Him driving through this city, which he knows so well. Has driven down the FDR drive, which he's driving down right now. Looking at buildings, probably scoping them out. What do you think is going through his mind today? Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a sound bite. I'm not playing it. At 1.22 p.m., there are hundreds and hundreds of cameras here for this incredible scene. 1.24 p.m., Cooper giddily announces Donald J. Trump is under arrest. You know they were jerking off under the table. Let's listen. And Karen, you're saying as soon as he enters that building, he is technically under arrest? Yes. He's, he will be in the custody of the DA's office investigators, obviously with his Secret Service guard as well. And he will be told he is under arrest and he is in their custody at this time. So at this moment at 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time, Donald J. Trump is under arrest? Yes, he is. You need a tissue to wipe up? Jesus fucking Christ. 249. Cooper Griffin swoon over Trump having to open a door himself. Let's listen to this. 
It's also interesting, Jake. I mean, he's just been through a process which, as Van pointed out earlier, I mean, every criminal defendant goes through. As he entered the hall, the 15th floor, he didn't even have somebody holding the door open for him. I don't know if you noticed, and we could read. Oh, my God. That's, that's just so riveting. So riveting. 251, esteemed media leads play body language experts. If we could go back to the picture that we just showed a second ago, he was looking off to distance. He really looked irritated and annoyed. I mean, James Gangel, you've been covering Donald Trump for a long time. That is a pissed off Donald Trump. 254, listen as Trump hating former FBI stooge Andrew McCain tries to contain his glee. Yeah, we're going to play this one. Let's, let's listen to it together. I'll just turn the mic like this. So, you know, to be fair, I don't know uh, that a case like this would be brought against Donald Trump, real estate developer, for the same alleged... I mean, who knows? Maybe it would be, but uh, on the other hand, who knows? It's really It'll be tingly while you jerk! I've not seen the indictment yet. Right, but right. That's, that's a decision that I think each one of us has to come to after reading the document. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. And for those who are listening, I just held up some Vicks, vapor rub, and a tissue box. It would be a frosty jerk-off. 315, more body language. The close-up of Trump's face are quite striking, but seeing that wide shot where he's at the defense table and you see a court police, he's in custody. He's, he's in their control. Ah, oh, I think it's very striking. Uh, 317, John King declares GOP claims a conflict of interest dangerous. I'm just looking at Twitter. Donald Trump Jr. just tweeted a picture of the judge's daughter saying she worked for the Biden-Harris campaign. So That's true. Relevant. Oh my God. It is not relevant. It is not relevant. She's an individual adult. But this is what I was about to say. This is the game they play. It's not a game. The game they play every fucking time charges are levied, investigators are, investigations are started, you, John fucking King, Say, well, this was a Trump appointed. This was a George W. Bush appointed. This person has links to dark money, the Koch brothers. Those are, why do you think Soros is such a subject? For pretty much most of my adult life, you guys have said anybody linked to the Koch brothers is basically a, a communist Nazi. I mean, they're such fucking hypocrites. 320, Tapper, former assistant DA, call for Trump to face charges for stating facts. And lastly, Trump lawyers school Proposkin whining about Trump criticizing Bragg the judge. I, you know, I, J Jesus fucking Christ, in a million fucking years, this would never happen. Our We Pay For It NPR panders to audience and indictment time. Sorry we haven't been anti-Trump enough. Why haven't you seen any stories from NPR about New York Post Hunter Biden story? Do we remember that? Yeah. This is this is who they are. The daughter of the judge overseeing the case worked for Harris Biden. It is factual information that you guys use for every other case, but now you can't. Conspiracy journos beclown themselves spreading misinformation on Trump indictment. Katie Fang, that oriental lady that we play that's just super woke. NBC News has now corrected itself. 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy. Mitchell reports advise that the media outlets are reporting 34 felony counts. 
Adam Stays, who is inside of the courtroom. The Trump indictment has 34 counts of falsification of business records in the first degree, which suggests they are felonists. Kyle Griffin, Donald Trump just pled not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy for his alleged role. Reese, summing up what the prosecutor said. In describing the indictment, they said Mr. Trump tried to conceal conspiracy to influence the 2016 election. Ryan Seltzer. Harry Littman, per NBC, indictment unsealed, and there was conspiracy counts. Michael Singleton, the indictment says Trump was involved in illegal conspiracy. Justia, former President Trump has pled not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy for his alleged role in hush money. Donald Trump charged 34 felony counts that include conspiracy. Donald Trump pleads not guilty. Fucking, it's all a lie. It's all made up. There is no conspiracy. It was business records. NBC Ben Collin notes the really small group of Trump supporters in Manhattan. I've been to a zillion of these things, and every time it's the same thing. Surround the one counter-protester and make gristle for the right-wing content mind. So dumb. Anyway, it's completely dead here. Just... A ton more anti-Trump protesters outside the park, despite an all-caps call for supporters to show up. Love when journalists hyperventilate about Trump supporters gathering in large numbers being a dangerous threat to democracy, and when they don't show up in mass, the same media mocks Trump for it. Yeah, no shit. That, that's how they played it yesterday. It was huge. YouTube bans RSBN day before Trump arraignment. The right side broadcasting was blocked from broadcasting because, I mean, why would we do it? And then uh, Tom Elliott put together, we're so sad about Trump's indictment. And I want to make sure we understand they had Adam Schiff on. That's all you need to know about this. Adam Schiff lied, still lying about Russia. It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. This is no time for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened. How are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president uh, is indicted, but it's also a time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead to justice. If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day for America. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. Well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really sad. It's a sadness, I, I think, uh, that we got to this point. I just want to remain measured. The left, full of somber support. I think, really, this should be a somber moment. It is a serious, somber, solemn moment. It's obviously a somber moment, and it's a, it's a sad moment. Well, it's really a sad day when we get to this point. Incredibly sad day for our country. It is a serious night and a somber moment for our country. So this is a really sad moment and a perilous moment. I mean- By the end of the evening, from what I saw from all accounts and from John Bolton, who hate Trump, this is all bullshit, and there's a good chance it's going to be tossed out of court. One big picture, what do you think of the indictment? Well, speaking as someone who very strongly does not want Donald Trump to get the Republican presidential nomination, I'm extraordinarily distressed by this document. I think this is even weaker than I feared it would be. Uh, and I, I think uh, it's, it's easily subject to being dismissed or a, a, a quick acquittal for Trump. 
Just speaking, going back to the days when I represented Jim Buckley and Gene McCarthy and the constitutional challenge to the underlying federal statute here passed in 1974, I can say there is no basis in the statutory language to say that Trump's behavior forms either a contribution or an expenditure under federal law. Yeah, and they know it. They all know it's bullshit. They're fully 100% acting. And I, I think that's the worst part about it. While we were going, um, we once again, WAPO from Ukraine to Afghanistan, President Biden often rejects the views of AIDS and experts in favor of long-toned instinct on foreign policy. He has a very strong instinct, Blinken, who has worked with Biden, but they are deeply informed by experience, deeply informed by constant conversation, engages in discussion, debates with senior team members. That's what the media said. And then we fucking find out that the balloon was way worse than they reported. Right, Phil. So what we're learning is that when this Chinese spy balloon was kind of transiting across the United States back in February, it was able to capture some images as well as collect some signals intelligence from some sensitive U.S. military installations. Now, U.S. intelligence officials are not overly concerned because they say that this was not much more than what a regular Chinese satellite that is constantly orbiting above these same sites could potentially collect. But at the same time, we are learning that this Chinese spy balloon actually was able to transmit this data back in real time to the Chinese government and that the Chinese government had the capability to remotely erase the data that the Chinese spy balloon was collecting. So that raises questions about whether the U.S. government... Yeah, they're trying to downplay, but it's pretty bad. They literally did figure eights. But we waited because he has such honed instincts. This was one of the greatest owns this weekend. I saw it, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening, but I didn't really care because I'm not like a fucking weirdo. And the media was losing their ever-loving mind because Musk removed the bird and put a dog there. And wow. Wowzy, wow, wow. It was like the end of days, along with the blue checks. Mm. So before we go into our trans craziness, because, you know, it is what it is. We, we just, we are fucking a nation of trans now. I want to play our super bias. Soundbite of the week before Maddo opened her cunty lips. You know, you know she's just Sean Hannity to the left, right? Does, do people understand that? She's not a. She's worse. She lies a lot. So shut the fuck up. Um, here is Barnacle, literally not only sucking the dick and the balls and massaging the prostate. And working the taint. It is just like that two-handed little girl in the video we played to start last show. He is working that like a fucking high-dollar whore on Biden. I mean, you just can't grovel like MSDNC does for any Democrat that's in power. That they just get all in because they are... 
Well, we could say they're the um, deacons of this religion. And then on the other side, we will go into our trans because I want to show it is just gone bonkers in the media. Bonkers. A tranny whacks a bunch of kids and we are all up into, oh, the evilness of not wanting your kids to get their genitalia chopped the fuck off. And many members of that party, specifically in the House of Representatives, are probably afraid of her because of what she says, when she says it, and she does not mm -hmm. care what she says. So she's put her stamp on one of the two major parties, two major political parties in this country. And that stamp right now is indelible. I think that's the larger story. And I'm glad she was on 60 Minutes so more people could get an idea of who she yes. is. Basically implying, inferring, that the President of the United States, one of the most normal, honorable human beings you will ever meet regardless of your politics is a pedophile favorite i mean it is absolutely obscene and she represents i am eloise i am six i'm a city child i live at the plaza hotel which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant especially at christmas time Hey, Blue, look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. Fam Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives. right there <laughs> and look your book arrives at a time when we're seeing this this wave of anti-drag laws uh, being introduced in this country what do you want to say to people right now i want to say that drag is freedom drag preaches non-judgment especially towards queer and trans people but to everyone our, we should have freedom over our bodies and how we dress and how we move and how we dance and dream and i think anyone who finds that threatening is missing the larger point. I think people who, people, it's actually the anti-drag and anti-trans people who are trying to groom and shape their children. I played that last time to basically look at that guy. And then I heard the soundbite that it's the right indoctrinating. And you notice I changed the bumper. I made it longer because I wanted to get more in there and close on seven victims, y'all. Which, put in a drawl, doesn't make it better. <clears throat> Caroline. A school shooter is a monster, not a martyr. I don't care what group they belong to. Identity politics is dangerous. None of this is difficult. And it's not. So, Let's see. I'm going to play some sound bites to see who's indoctrinating who. Celine, Lady Lymphadine. 
I teach in an explicitly trans-affirming high school. Um, we have gender support plans. We have a gender-affirming wardrobe at our school. We have binders on demand for our students and other shapewear can easily be ordered. Uh, we have students that express themselves in all manner of different ways. And I couldn't be prouder to work at a school that's so amazing. Um, if you would like to have your school also be an explicitly trans-affirming school, let me know. Maybe we can figure something out. In regular times, her name is Bunny. But when she's in drag, what bang? My dad. Um, I'm a 12-year-old hyper queen, meaning a 12-year-old female drag queen. My drag name is also my real name. Simple. I'm Jason Kerr, and my drag name is Susan B. Anthony. My name is Nemes, my drag name is Lactatia. I'm Stefan, and my drag name is Lady Gaga. Drag is a lot of things. Drag is a performing art because you are the canvas. Showing who you are, but like with singing and dancing. Drag is just a self-expression and an art. You are the canvas. You do your own thing and you perform. A man transforms into a woman for entertainment and a woman transforms into a man for entertainment. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in. Out of beneath the ground. I'm really liking No Excuses by Megan Trainer. Paparazzi. Circus by Britney Spears. Ginger Minj. Alaska from season five and All Stars 2. Ruby Diamond. I like Baby Bell Bell. Work spelt with an E or a U. Fierce. I like, um, sachet. Okay. I always have to end it with a tongue pop. I mean, it's like the period to the sentence. That they can do drag too. If anyone wants to wants to bring you down, you fight back. Not only that that's okay, but that there are other people like that. When you figure out you're gay or trans or something like that, it's not something that happens once you become an adult. It actually is around like all the kids of the documentary's age that we start kind of thinking about these things. And to just know that there are other kids that are here doing this, it shows that it's okay to do this and that you're not the only one, it's not weird. I perform in front of crowds now and they cheer so I know that I'm doing all right. <laughs> Drag has helped me express myself in a way that I'm not able to in everyday life. Walk my way down the road of self-discovery and figure out who I am as a person 
and it's helped me connect with people in the community. It's helped me to be myself. Dressing up, some girls like catching snakes. The SOGI curriculum started in British Columbia in 2016 and is quickly spreading throughout Canada. I just thought, who decided that this was okay to teach our children? Author and inspirational speaker Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson is a leading voice against the SOGI curriculum. And we are seeing the results of that now because some kids are reacting very emotionally and saying, you know, and they're in fear. Will I be, you know, will I suddenly struggle with feeling like a different gender inside of my body? Carrie Simpson of Culture Guard, another leading opponent, calls the curriculum nothing short of child abuse. All those beautiful qualities that make young girls beautiful girls and women are being basically vilified. The things that make our boys boys are being, you know, taken from them. Um, so things of equating young men to being strong protectors is something that's now evil. But Morgan Auger, a transsexual and supporter, claims it's about acceptance, not indoctrination. The idea is to teach kids that there are gay kids and there are trans kids and there are trans parents and gay parents in our society and, the, and everybody's wanted and desired. After all, that's what our human rights code says and it's the role of schools to teach the, to teach the following of our laws, right? Simpson disagrees, saying she sees Soji's real goal as... Altering our culture from a heteronormative society into one where anything goes, no boundaries, no values, no morals. Um, it's a hedonistic uh, cult, basically, what they're Im implying. Another blaring example, drag queen story time. It's happening in Canada and America, where some public schools and libraries invite drag queens. Very interesting. I don't think Christian story hour is a thing. In fact, you can't even talk about religion in schools, but, you know, you can talk about this religion. And then they said they canceled this because of life and limb, direct threats. We, this action is not happening due to credible life threat to life and safety. Somebody got a phone call. Vengeance Day isn't very vengeancey than if you are scaredy little dweebs. Whose lives and whose safety? My money is an embarrassed factors, benefactors from begging down to shut the clown show. FBI told them their target agents needed to reschedule and couldn't join them, which is so true. So many good responses to that shit. Matt Walsh, kind of going with what we went the last podcast, and I, I'm a beleaguer of the point, but um, <clears throat> let's, let's, I mean, he covers this more than I do. He's a whole our show is on this stuff trans people the most privileged minority in history every institution bends over backward to celebrate them laws are rewritten to accommodate their feelings society restructures itself to affirm them the least opposed group of all time but they still can't stop complaining and then there was this along with it which Wow. 
78% of trans people come from middle-class homes. 83% of trans people in the U.S. are white. 68% were born as male. Over half all women who transition to men end up going back. Over 90% of trans people are chosen to represent the trans community in public or male to female. Verifying these statistics and more by visiting our trans passing our trans timeline and by other trans subreddits. It's all white men trying to look like men. Trans rights is a way for rich white male privilege to insert itself into women's spaces. And I will, because I know I saw it earlier, but I got too much shit today. I'll be going on that subreddit. We, we will hit it. We will. Who's grooming who? The art of drag. Camp Yacht hosts a free kids drag workshop in Santa Cruz. Who's more violent? There's that Riley Gaines. Some pictures of me around U Buffalo campus in light of my appearance next week. Making her the evil one. And, you know, Canada... They're all down with it. Here's a junior drag camp. But no, it's Republicans. It's Christians trying to detransition people. Minnesota Elementary School hosts gender resource fair with drag story hour and a bounce house. Yeah, that's, that's good. And to the Day of Vengeance, Andy NGO found some people that clearly didn't get the memo. We're going to go through our first speech so we can get through this action. Let's get this going. We are here to protect trans lives. So if you guys can all hear me, if every single fast basket individual didn't hear me, I need you guys to hold that intersection. Block up, block up. I know, I know, that's why I'm going to get through my first speech as of right now. We see the threat and we know the threat, so we want to hold the intersection. We are going to vlog traffic while I get my speech done. If you can... Don't touch me. Hey, I'm telling you right now not to fucking touch me, okay? That's the truth. I can have every right, the same right that gives you guys the right to be out here, it gives me the right to be out here. So if you fucking touch me, we're going to have an issue. Right now we don't have a problem, right? Great. Right. I know you. I I'm recognize sure. you. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Congratulations. What did you say? Do you want a fucking medal? Sure, if you got one. If it's nice, I'll take it. Don't touch my shit. We're gonna have a problem. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Right Are you the problem solver? You don't have any answers? I definitely wouldn't. It's three thousand dollars, so I would be happy to. Uh, you must be, be rich. Happy to... And then what? You, you tell the cops about Yeah, like, of course. You talk to cops that's absolutely right. I one hundred percent would. So and you're the problem solver. That's how you Exactly. That's what I pay taxes it's good to know. for. Yep.
why is it important for you guys to be here today? Supporting my kids. Kids. It's a really important day. What are your thoughts on being here? This is Sean Iverson. What's your name? Nice to meet you. See you, bro. <laughs> you want to be interviewed? Do you want to be interviewed? Not by you guys. Okay. You're trash. Well, thank you. You're welcome. By the Yiddish anarchists living in New York and London at that time. The name is Deloitte Police. Hey, hey, fuck the police. <laughs> the ruling class and the bourgeoisie. Ready? We do that together. Hey, fuck the police. <laughs> Can you stop this? Get your hands off me. Get your hands off me. It's a public park, right? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Public property. Everyone can record. Know, so Thank you. Gonna... We're at a public park. You are being an asshole. Please go ahead. No one's stopping you. Covering event. There's no media here. Oh. Getting... Oh no. people all clad in black were it's a mystery this is how important it is here this is clarksville maybe a dozen or so they showed up because you know they they got the memo here is will carlisle he changed he he put all this shit up To parents from a transgender person, let's clear up some anti-trans misconceptions. I am getting so tired of being visible. It's lonely. It's terrifying. And it feels like there's a target on my back. Currently, I feel like a widespreading narrative is that transgender people are malicious. And of course, we apparently come from your children. Won't someone think of the children? Among the cries to protect children are several bills across the country. Bills, bills, bill. Transgender identities are not a new trend, even if you only just heard about it. It's not as big as it is now. They went back to fucking, uh, what, what the fuck, uh... God damn it, Obama's the first to talk about it. it. Back in the 70s. There are not only two genders. No one is mutilating children for the love of God. Oh yeah, sure. I don't. I think if you can't have kids later, that's probably mutilating. Because you guys do 
go way below consent. Nobody's trying to trans your children. Mm, Gender-affirming care is not for just for transgender people. Anti-trans bills pose real dangers to transgender youth. Okay, if it's real fucking danger, then why is it just a new thing? WAPO was so all in on it, they dropped the wall. Kentucky's new trans horror signals a need for blue state havens. Then they dropped the wall for this one. I mean, that's the paywall, so I guess I should say it right. Um, attempts on the right to connect violence to transgender people come even though transgender people are rarely the perpetrators of mass shootings, which is which are overwhelmingly carried out by cisgendered men. Cisgendered. We dropped the paywall on this important story about intensifying rhetoric against marginalized community. I will not be intimidated for reporting this reality. Thank you for standing up for the group that has the backing of every federal corporate and media center. Yeah, they did a good job. They they backed them up. On the page, the right exploits Nashville shooting to escalate anti-trans net. We're exploiting Republicans' pounce. In their opinion, Greg Sargent and Paul Wong's Kentucky New Anti-Trans Horror signals the need for Blue Haven. Then you get in it. Um, they really have covered him some glory. 2021 photo shows heartbroken Nashville congressman and his family holding firearm. WAPO, and they deleted it. WAPO engaged in perverse wagon circling to villainize and demonize the right over covenant shooting. Shameless WAPO drops paywall, an important story about intensifying rhetoric against trans people. What about a haven for nine-year-olds? This week, the GOP-controlled state legislature in Kentucky overrode the veto of Democratic Governor Annie Prashear. And why? Why? Continuing in the article, parents in Kentucky who want to initiate such care for their children will not be able to find it. This emerging ge- geography of cruelty is already visible. Doctors and states facing bans are reporting a reluctance to treat new patients. Families are contemplating moving out of state to maintain their kids' gender-affirming care that is endorsed by major medical organization. The drumbeat of abortion horror stories last year. The 10-year-old rape victim. Oh, my God. They're just doing the same playbook. couple bad things. Accentuate it. We covered this last time. National school shooter Audrey Hale could have been a children's illustrator. Artwork was whimsical and childlike, a former teacher has said. People asked, how about the kids that were slaughtered? A lot of people really reference to... Oh, God damn it, they're not going to be... Let me pay it. Save the image, dickhead. Save the image, dickhead. It's just like that. It's completely like that because he's a good-looking guy, but he was a killer. He was a killer. People had Jeffrey Dahmer up here. I mean, these fucking people. This is a story... I don't tell the men I date I'm transgender. Adea, Adea Daniels, 22, always felt like there was something missing when she was growing up at age 16 after stumbling across a YouTube video, realized she was transgender. Sweet God, are you saying YouTube's a gateway drug to transgenderism? Wow. These, these are the pictures that they post 
and horny fuckfaces who are fucking morons fall for it. I'm just going to get part of it if I can get my goddamn program to turn the fuck on. Here, here is pictures she puts online. Now, granted, look for an Adam's apple. You'll probably get it, but hey, look at Mulvaney. They chopped his Adam apple. Here's some of the other pictures. Dude does. Yeah. Some more Will Carlisle. Oh, National Weather Service first. Let's do the National Weather Service. Where the fuck did that go? To promote justice, equality, and equality for transgender community, the National Weather Service family champions and stands alongside our transgender employees. Yeah. More trans hatred after mass shooting. QAnon shaman leaves prison after Jan 6. That's what he covered. And I, I somehow don't have it. But Will's on the job pushing misinformation. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I played a soundbite last podcast, and I didn't know what it was, and shame on me. Then I find this. Tommy St. James makes state capital history as the first drag artist to dance on the rotunda floor. Responses to this, a man mocking women is something you think is a good thing? Really? At least there are no small children there. They are partying while USA becomes second world. This is neither something historic nor of which to be proud. Here's your sign. So brave, so fierce. New York Times, educators are facing new tensions over whether they should tell parents when students socially transition at school, changing their names, pronouns, or gender expression. This is from January. So Vox says, hold my binding garments. Why can't journalists move beyond just asking questions about trans identity? Now add this murky existential territory, all of insidious myths are circulating about the modern trans movement. The trans kids are transitioning at an alarming rate. The trans activists are pushier and angrier than ever. And the doctor will scary agendas are forcing risky, dangerous medical care on unsuspecting children and parents. It might be easy to believe such reports. After all, major reputable media outlets like the New York Times have been publishing journalism arguing these very concerns. Because, like... The readers are concerned. As far as trans health care is concerned, however, the medical consequences is well established nearly a dozen major medical associations, blah, blah, blah. And the specific argument about this care that make it into many mainstream media results in stories that undermine the experts. The anti-trans movement likes to frame these issues as concerns, particularly for trans children. If more children, un- parent people, understood and accepted that being trans, even at a young age, is a valid, legitimate thing that framing might make fewer inroads with the mainstream. But unfortunately for trans kids, instead of validation, there's confusion and pushback. 
Verelda Meta. Mainstream publications treat what should be underscored as a fundamental human right battle more like a semantic debate. Imagine believing that mutilating and sterilizing children is a human right. Another replier. The science and medicine around transitioning someone who has not entered puberty is still very much evolving. And yes, yes it is. It's evolving. It's Everywhere. This is uh, The Hill. Trans people face rhetoric, disinformation after shooting. Oregonian sent this to me. Ask Amy. My church friends are encouraging me to preach about the evils of being transgender. As you can expect, no. Uh, WJHL, Tri-City Weather. ETSU students organized drag show. This is local. ...change and a university-enforced age limit prevented them from having the event that they had initially planned. This was to try to erase the LGBTQ community. There's no question. But the event didn't quite go to organizers' plans. The law they're protesting bans drag from public settings, lawmakers say, to limit children's exposure to obscene material. It's not obscene like how everybody says. We're to show that uh, it's, it's our form. It's good. Right. Student organizers planned a family-friendly event aiming to make this point. There are many things that we should worry about harming children in America today. Drag shows is not one of them. But administrators at East Tennessee State University told us earlier this week that the event would be for 18 and up only, saying, though this event is happening the day before, as a public institution, we have a responsibility to honor legislative intent. And they brought in a private security team to enforce the age limit. We did not have a choice to make this 18 plus. Um, the university wrote a policy just for us saying that it has to be 18 plus and they enacted the bill early um, before it actually goes into effect, which is tomorrow. Many event organizers and speakers called out ETSU President Brian Noland by name. Shame on you, Dr. Noland. The event drew a few counter-protesters. A few counter-protesters. Well, you know, kids being involved before the direction, I think that's just utter, utterly revolting and horribly wrong right before God. And I think these types of things should have civil actions against them and that I don't think this should be allowed. But the crowd inside was undeterred. I want to say to Billy and President Noland, we refused to be dragged down. Sorry. Yeah, they're pushing it especially in Tennessee. That's just not a normal thing. And then we get into the doctors and it kind of goes well with medical students are speaking out against Idaho bill. Doctor questions opposition grasps of gender affirming care. Um, and where did I get the other one? This is Top expert in the word of gender medicine think it's fine to sterilize kids. And this is... God, I can't read it. Let me... Um, hold on a second. Boston Children 
hospital once again saying like they always do the science one of the latest states to pass a law banning gender-affirming care for transgender minors. As 6 News' John Tappan reports, the West Virginia law is different from laws in other states. It allows doctors to prescribe therapy if a teen is considered at risk for self-harm. Medical experts tell us the idea of transgender non-binary identity is nothing new. It's not a trend or latest fad with young people. Non-binary gender identities have been around since the beginning of time. There are many cultures throughout recorded history that had um, not just two genders, but have words for three or more genders. Dr. Elizabeth Constance has conducted research on fertility preservation and transgender hormone therapy. She also treats some patients with gender-affirming hormone therapy. Dr. Constance tells us there is scientific data to support transgender identity. Dr. Constance also tells us there are statistics that reveal non-support for transitioning youth can be physically and emotionally harmful. We have really good data over collected and analyzed over decades. Um, that shows when a young person has a family and support system around them that affirm their identity, they are 60% less likely to experience severe depression and 73% less likely to attempt suicide. While the West Virginia law might add some relief, Dr. Constance is still concerned about overall efforts to ban gender-affirming therapy for transgender youth. I think as a lot of people were, I was um, scared, I was sad, um, and, and frustrated because I think the, at the end of the day, the laws are rooted in um, lack of understanding of other people's lived experiences. On your side in Omaha, I'm John Chapman, 6 News. Nebraska's proposed law does not contain the self-harm provision. Nebraska lawmakers advanced the Let Them Grow Act through the first round by a vote of 30-17. Some lawmakers predict that won't change in future rounds. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically, and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the quote opposite gender toys, things like that. There is more and more a group of adolescents that we are seeing that really are coming to the realization that they might be trans or gender diverse a little bit later on in their life. So what we're seeing from them is that they always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding. To big money, big money for all these people. Scoop, Biden administration pressuring basically to fund research to make college biology more inclusive in gender identity. Biology courses have to often inaccurately categorize sex and gender as binary. What will happen is it'll become like section eight and everything else. You either fucking bow down brown cow or you ain't getting the cash flow. Nope. They're not going to give you a fucking shit.
Sorry, I'm editing a soundbite. Uh, next one I don't need because I just played it. Pretty sure. UK Athletics bans transgender athletes. So the UK, which is way more crazy than us, they're starting to ban it. And that's the Boston. To end this section, um, I want to play a couple sound bites. Um, first, one, uh, I'll, play, I'll just play one of Andy Ngo on Tucker. He's the only one giving us a straight skinny on this stuff. Broad brush here, but there is an extremist movement, obviously. It's very evident online in the aftermath of this mass murder. Are you surprised to see it? No. So in my reporting on Antifa for years now, one um, observation that I noticed was that disproportionately the number of riot arrestees uh, are gender diverse. And by that, I mean they don't identify with their biological sex. Um, on some nights, it was as high as 20 percent, and that is magnitudes higher than what the data we have on people in the in the a wider American population who are trans-identifying. So, you know, I looked into, into this a bit further. There is some peer-reviewed research out of Canada. You can find it on the Library of Medicine um, that shows um, that there's evidence that young transgender people are particularly vulnerable to violent radicalization. And in my reporting on left-wing extremism, in months, for months now, I've documented and tracked this surge in violent rhetoric by self-identified trans militant activists, particularly on Twitter, in response to various states restricting or banning the medical transitioning of minors. Um, as you mentioned earlier, the horrific murder of children and staff at the Christian school yesterday does come just days ahead of a so-called um, Trans Day of Vengeance that's being organized in the U.S. Capitol. And unfortunately, um, myself and other people who have reported on this and posted this flyer, which, by, by the way, that group is still online, if you posted the flyer, regardless of the context, um, you're locked out of your account. So currently, I cannot access my Twitter. Can, can I ask you just a quick macro question? So one of the reasons that so many well-meeting middle-aged moms in this country have bought into support of the trans community is on the basis of the promise that it's liberation and this is kids when they finally express their true inner identity will be happier and better adjusted. But the incidence of violence and mental illness seems to be extraordinary. So it doesn't seem like people are being liberated. It seems like people are being tormented and driven to, driven to the brink of insanity. That Just watching, that seems clear. It's the exact opposite of liberation. We have mountains of evidence that people who suffer from gender dysphoria also. Daily Wire, they are under attack. Trans movement growing aggression. Find cover under claims of genocide. Great article. Um, I'm way over on time, so I, I can't keep the article. But it's, it's spot the fuck on. Um, you just can't keep lying, but they are, which I just don't get at all. Speaking broken English. Another one, the free press. 
felt bullied, mother of child treated at a transgender center speaks out. You know that they're they're just they're just fucking taking advantage of people. That's all they're doing. To our whiter fair, which it's not very light, it's my racer, but let's just get to the fun stuff. Astronomers picked up a nine billion old radio single from space and that is the contact shit which made me have the dream which made me redo my intro which I thought was pretty interesting this is a new thing in cities instead of trees it's a liquid tree I'm not making that up and then for my soundbite here is my driver being told He's on Scuffs after he lost a race. He was leading. They didn't have the tires. They didn't tell him. And Scuffs are tires that they literally shave down some the rough spots. You've already driven on them, and they're useless. Especially on a racetrack like Richmond. Just fucking atrocious. And before we do our This Is America, um, if you research electric vehicles, you hear fires. And our media never talks about it. But this video of a bus blowing up because of the batteries, fuck me. Yeah, I, sh- I should have warned that there was no sound on that. To our This Is America, Brinkley saying Trump's indictment is like John Wilkes Booth's wanted poster. I'm not making that fucking shit up. And AOC says this is the least productive Congress in the history of the USA. And this idiot has never even put up a bill. And this is America and yourself and the ones that come after you gonna take note of this moment because we are we're making history now and, and it, I, I see it as the decline of the Republican Party I mean we think of the the GOP as Abraham Lincoln and Theodore Roosevelt Ronald Reagan and it's descending into Donald Trump 
who's being indicted, and this is the first indictment with maybe others to come, yet the, the Republican Party seems to be backing him for re-election. One would have thought January 6th and Trump's involvement with that would have been enough to derail Trump. That, that would have been the end of his role in politics. Now we're set up to see the biggest reality show that's actually real mm. come to life and watching a, the, I can't even think of an artifact uh, except maybe wanted John Wilkes Booth after the Lincoln assassination. So I feel like for two years we talked about who's going to win the House. Mm -hmm. And then for weeks we covered who's going to be the Speaker. Mm -hmm. And then since Kevin McCarthy got the gavel, I, nothing. I feel like we barely yeah. hear anything. For someone who's up close to it, what do you feel the GOP is trying to do with this power? Yeah, well, um, first of all, you're absolutely right. I believe this is the least productive first three months under almost any speaker, um, potentially in the history of the United States, if not in modern political history. Wow, man. That, that, AOC is MTG, and Brinkley I'm sorry, but Wilkes Booth shot a president. Trump did a filing error. That you're making into a felony. So, that wraps up another episode of Flyover Politic Podcast. Share with the family and friends. Go to SoundCloud Flyover Politic with the K Rumble four eight two four six seven. Email me at foppodcast at gmail.com. Specifically on the intro, if you think it was good or if it sucked. I am not going to do a closing rant. This whole podcast speaks for itself. We have moved past the slaughter of Christians. And we have tripled down that a group of individuals with mental illness are more important than you and I. They have more value. They are valued by this administration way more than you and I. And if you do not bow, you will be crushed. That's their deal. They're sticking with it. And it's a sad time. We just, once again, have to vote all these motherfuckers out like yesterday disconnect from all your devices don't give the yeah yes we'll do our next show on uh, 8 April year of the Lord 2023 until then thank you all for listening and take care